we're looking to boost our existing industry clusters, but we're also looking to be in a position to attract companies here that would benefit from what we have to offer and likewise align with uh, not just JEDCO's priorities, but Jefferson Parish's um, and the elected officials' priorities of who we want to have here and grow here. Welcome to Jefferson Parish Pulse, powered by JEDCO, a podcast designed to showcase the businesses, organizations, and individuals that make up the heartbeat of the Jefferson Parish economy. I'm Kelsey Scram. Welcome back to another episode of the show. We are delighted that you are here and listening. On a previous episode of the Jefferson Parish Pulse, JEDCO President and CEO Jerry Bologna mentioned that we had just created a new position and department specifically designed around business recruitment. This role helps bring new businesses to our community, creating jobs and investment in Jefferson Parish. It's a win for everyone. This week, our guest is Janet Galati, the new Director of Industry Recruitment for JEDCO. Janet has been with the organization for three and a half years. She started as our strategic initiative specialist and moved into this new role earlier this year. Janet has an abundant supply of energy and creativity. She's a great fit for ushering new business into Jefferson Parish. And on the show this week, we talk about creating community champions to help tell Jefferson Parish's story. And we dive deep into the many assets that make Jefferson Parish a global destination for business. We had a lot of fun recording this episode. We hope you enjoy. Janet, thank you so much for being on the show. I am so excited to have you here. Thanks for having me, Kelsey. I'm really thrilled to have you on the show. And I I just have to mention this because when we launched this podcast back in 2019, I did a practice run with you. And the interview that we did was hilarious. And I'm going to have to see if I can find some of it. So thank you for coming back on the show for the second time, even though the first time didn't air. (laughs) A real conversation. So not not about the the side conversations we have. (laughs) Interesting interesting conversation yeah for sure tell us a little bit about yourself what is your background where did you come from Um, just want to hear your story so I've been here at JEDCO um, it'll be three and a half years now Um, prior to being at JEDCO um, I had I I relocated to the area I I forgot the term that they call people when they relocate here Uh, transplants Yeah, yeah transplants I got called that for for a few years Um, but um, prior to um, moving here to um, to Jefferson I was in in Philadelphia and up there I did economic and workforce development so I worked for the workforce board for a few years and then under President Obama um, he made it a priority to merge workforce and economic development together because workforce and economic development resources and assistance for for companies really go hand in hand and where i worked um, at the county up there we we took that uh, we took that to heart and we redid our entire department um, and it included economic the Economic Development Board, the Workforce Board, the Redevelopment Board, and the Industrial Development Board, all under one umbrella. So I, at the time, was the guinea pig for them to work under all four boards. 
So with my four years of doing that work, I was able to start with workforce development and then go right into economic development. And, um, and I think that experience that I had up there, I was very fortunate enough that it was all transferable um, coming here to JEDCO because the challenges end up being the same. The resources are, are fairly the same of what's available. Um, and it kind of helped me here at JEDCO understand a little bit of the um, challenges and opportunities and also see the strengths that we have here in Jefferson. Um, so I think there's a lot of folks that I, I speak to now in, in the roles that I've had here at JEDCO that they seem to appreciate that perspective that I've been able to do this work in, a, in another market. So I can kind of give a little bit of that comparison and try not to be too biased um, because I'm I'm here and I work here, but it, it's true. There there's a lot of areas that we do really well, and that um, Jefferson has so much to offer that I've seen that there are other communities that they they don't. They just we're second to none in a lot of areas. So I'm fortunate in that way that I can bring that. Spoken like a true uh, director of industry recruitment, that Jefferson Parish is top notch. I know that you mean every word that you're saying, so I, I certainly appreciate that. You started in strategic initiatives, um, and that role you really thrived. I mean, just from an outside perspective, as someone who sat across from you in the hallway for three years, three plus mm -hmm. years, I was able to see all of the work that you were churning out. It was incredible. And so when the opportunity arose for us to create this industry recruitment position. I mean, it was just a no-brainer. I'm speaking as though I made the decision, but as a friend and as a colleague, I could see that that just made absolute sense. So um, you're in this brand new role. You're the director of industry recruitment. First and foremost, can you tell us a little bit about industry recruitment? What is it? So industry recruitment, it means essentially getting to the core of it. It's business attraction. So we are looking at our existing industry clusters that we have here in Jefferson and in the region and looking to boost those and also try to fill in the ecosystem there. So for example, we have our healthcare innovation industry cluster. So when I'm looking specifically at that industry and uh, the, the healthcare that we have here already in Jefferson, how can we complete that that ecosystem here of um, suppliers, but also companies that are complementary um, to who we have here existing, or that it would be a strategic move for them to be here as well in Jefferson. So we're looking to boost our existing industry clusters, but we're also looking to be in a position to attract companies here that would benefit from what we have to offer and likewise align with uh, not just JEDCO's priorities, but Jefferson Parish's um, and the elected officials' priorities of who we have want to have here and grow here. And along with that, not just looking at who we want to have here, but also sifting through the types of industry or companies that we wouldn't want to have here. 
Um, so we have to also be cognizant of that. So I think with industry recruitment, while the focus is on business attraction, it's a lot of research. It's a lot of engaging with our partners. It's a lot of reviewing leads that we we either generate ourselves or we get from the state or our regional partners and sifting through who exactly aligns with with what we're looking for. So there is a lot of work behind there. You know, we are open for business, but there's a lot of work in there to make sure that those projects align with what we're looking for. So it is really important that when we're supporting companies that um, it, it aligns with with those efforts. You and I work really closely together in sharing the story of Jefferson Parish and why it is such a desirable location for business. And I think we'll get into that a little bit down the road. But I mean, that's a huge piece of what you're doing is when you're meeting with these businesses, you're really highlighting all the different ways that they can inject themselves into the community and become really a synergistic part of of what is already happening here, which which I love. So Jedco has always had an attraction arm, not specifically its own department, but it was under that heart umbrella where we worked with the state, as you mentioned, or Greater New Orleans Inc. to respond to interested site selectors or companies seeking to move a headquarters to the area. And now we have this active recruitment department. Um, you sort of started to touch upon this, but talk to me a little bit about the strategy. How are you going about connecting and attracting new business to the region? What's, what's the plan? There's a few areas that I think make make this job and make the work that we all do at Jedco challenging at times. Um, but you know, there's other things that end up speaking for itself. We have some very unique um, assets here in Jefferson. I get really excited when I engage with site selectors and prospects because I call them unicorns. We have unicorn sites. We have Avondale Marine. There's you're not going to find another community around that has a former. 254-acre shipyard right off of the Mississippi River. Um, so that tends to, that's been catching a lot of attention, and I see that we're going to see some really exciting, you know, things coming out of that, um, that redevelopment this year. Um, and But then we have a lot of other unique assets in Jefferson that, um, that makes it easy to talk about the opportunities we have that it's investable, developable, redevelopable. So one of the strategies I have is, and, and we're doing this now, we've, we've always done this, is attend um, trade shows and conferences and to just get out there and just make sure that when there are conversations happening that um, a project's looking to locate in a new market or they're looking to expand that Jefferson Parish and the assets that we have are at the top of mind. So presence is important. Um, another strategy I have, because we can't be everywhere at once, I am not just a new department. Like any of us, we are one person department. So one of my other strategies is to create champions with um, through our partners. We've always had fantastic relationships with LED and Geno Inc. But this is now just kind of reiterating a lot of our projects and our assets um, in a way that they have the same materials that we have, and then they can have the same talking points that we have. 
so then when they are somewhere that we're not, that it's on the top of their minds and they can talk to those assets just as if we're, we're in the conversation. So that is another strategy that I think we've, we've done that, but it's just, it's just putting it together in a different way. And in this role too, but the fact that JEDCO created this role shows to consultants and site selectors and all of our partners that we are prioritizing business attraction. It, it is something that, you know, we've put someone full time on this. So I think the first day that I started this role was one of the busiest days and the most leads we've received in a long time in that week from the state. And when we receive these RFPs or these leads, we've gotten them in the past, but because there wasn't someone full time, it could be responding with almost just site, site selection matchmaking. Now I'm going in the weeds of it, I'm doing the research, I'm putting together applicable incentives, I'm really trying to put a package together for every single one. And since that's occurred, we've, we've been very fortunate to move on to and um, progressed further with some of these leads that I think if we didn't have this position in place, we probably wouldn't have gotten there. So, um, so I'm, I, I'm really excited. I talk about this role as if it's not me in it. I just talk about it as the fact that Jedco saw, had some foresight in creating this and prioritizing this and ran with it. And I'm just the fortunate one that gets to try to see this through now. So that's how I see it. It's sort of an out of body experience and <laughs> with this role. So, um, I love so that. I, I, I tend to talk about this role as a third person quite a bit. I think that's fantastic. You are so good. I mean, just in the last few months that you've been doing this work, it's, it's, it's been really amazing to see just some of the projects that have been moving through the pipeline and just the work that you're doing. It's incredible. I do agree. Jedco's commitment to business attraction and making Jefferson Parish this you know, destination for global business and having someone in place like you in that role is just absolutely um, the right direction. So it's really exciting that you're there and that you are sharing that story. We love to see it. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the Jefferson Edge 2025. This is our long-term economic development strategic plan. You mentioned the medical uh, industry cluster. You talked about Avondale Marine a little bit. We have a number of industry clusters that were really focused on growing. Um, these are the ones that have the most opportunity to thrive in our parish. Can you talk about some of those industries and, and why and why those are the ones that we're really um, focusing in on? Yeah, uh, absolutely. I think, you know, it, it's tough to focus on all of them all at once, but we've been fortunate enough that I think with the projects that we're working on and a lot of, in our prior priorities and activities let's just say for this year it, it it's all working fluid and it aligns with supporting a few of our industry clusters at once so for example our culinary products cluster is food and beverage and seafood and we've been working quite a bit um, of our time has been on trying to attract cold and freezer storage development and that's just another example of we have learned over the years that that is a is a significant need there 
it does exist in our market, but not enough. And we're losing, I want to say $40 million a year in revenue of having that um, storage shortage for our businesses where we have the companies located in Jefferson in our region that have to store their products elsewhere and outside out of state, Florida, Texas, and others. So we see that as, you know, that can't happen because once a company that's located here, that's maybe been here for 50 years, 100 years, that they get comfortable with storing their product in Houston or Jacksonville, there's going to be maybe a comfort level there. And with fuel prices and other things at play, even getting trucking at times, just the lead time in getting a trucker, there's a lot of elements to that that really um, pushes us to prioritize cold storage, freezer storage development, and um, co-packaging and and other services and resources like that. So we have the stats and we have the numbers. Like I said, research is is a huge part in all of this, and it's one of the questions that will be asked by a site selector or a development firm or investor. So we try to stay prepared with that and also show them the parts of Jefferson that this could work. And a lot of times um, there can be an uphill battle because you know they might want to see some sort of a, a, a proven market, for example. But again, that's where a lot of the stats come in of losing $40 million a year in revenue come into play that, that helps us justify that. So in regards to the industry clusters that we have, we do we have five industry clusters. Culinary products is one, healthcare innovation, um, supply chain, uh, engineering and design. Um, how many did, how many is that? I think that was so we've got um, I'm missing one. Th- there's technology and tech. So we have five fantastic industry clusters. And we've identified the companies and the industry leaders that are here. So we want to support them and we want also want to help boost that ecosystem. And one of the things that I love so much about the edge and the industry clusters and that focus on those particular five industries, first of all, there's some crossover there. I mean, you can see like an Avondale Marine, which you know is focused on the logistics and transportation side of things, also could bring in a tech company or an emerging environmental company. You could see all of those types of things happening on that same site. Uh, or, you know, the culinary food products can also use a, a company that's doing shipping or, or something like that because we could be importing or exporting. Or um, There's just a lot of different ways that all of these industries sort of tie together. And, of course, having that medical hub is, is vital to the continued success and health of our region in many different ways. I see what you did there. Vitals. (laughs) Okay. So already you're working on multiple projects and you're working with a lot of prospective companies, which is just so awesome. And I think, again, speaks to the reasoning behind you being in this role. You're just so fantastic. Um, We can't talk about the individual companies that we are recruiting. That's just um, not something that we can do because of non-disclosure agreements. But Let's talk a little bit about your approach. What's the pitch when you're talking with prospective companies? What do you share that really helps set Jefferson Parish apart? And you know what really makes this community attractive to, to new business? Yeah, it's interesting. It's every prospect is, is different. 
but then there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of recurring questions and inquiries over you know Jefferson and the region and typically with them we can't just only talk about Jefferson Parish we also have to talk about um, ours the surrounding parishes because like the companies that we have here we have folks say traveling from Orleans Parish that are coming to work at Oshner or elsewhere and likewise we have Jefferson Parish residents that aren't commuting to Orleans or we have folks driving in from the North Shore so we do try to give a big picture of the region and then talk about some specific resources and the climate that we have in Jefferson Parish Unfortunately, I'm able to talk about the quality of life here, the different initiatives that we have here. We have fantastic state, the Bayou uh, State Park here. We have, um, we have the shopping hub for the region here. We have the largest school district in the state of Louisiana, which in itself, it does have its challenges because of the size of the school district. But then again, I always go back to opportunities mm -hmm. and having that great partnership. And they have been fantastic in working with families. Um, and then we have um, just a lot of great amenities and you know food offerings and trails and things like that that people actually come and visit Jefferson Parish to enjoy. So we have a lot to offer uh, for um, companies and for their employees to come here. So that that's probably one of the recurring questions is they wanna get an idea or have a picture painted to them of what the life would be like for an employee, either their workers that are here, which the majority of them, they, they want to hire local. And then the ones that they might be also relocating their headquarters, so then they have to consider those elements of what life is going to be like for their employees that relocate, mm -hmm. the housing market, um, rental rates, um, you know, crime rates, school ranking, all of those things. So a lot of it ends up going beyond economic development, beyond incentives, and then goes into all of these other key pieces, which again is such a great, um, has been a great segue to come from strategic initiatives to here because I was involved in so many of those projects yeah. under strategic initiatives mm -hmm. that a lot of those things I have, you know, in, in my mind or yeah. I just have where to source that information for them. So that's a lot of the recurring questions in addition to, of course, incentives. Mm -hmm. I, I love that you mentioned quality of life and this was something that Jerry talked a lot about in his podcast episode that we, that aired um, a couple of weeks ago and you know we talk about the fact that we're trying to enhance housing in Jefferson Parish and that our school system is very large and we have some of the top performing schools that we're accessible that we have you know there's just there are so many there are so many reasons why Jefferson Parish is the way that it is and why it is so desirable and so I love that you mentioned that quality of life piece because it is huge and that's why Jedco has such a hand and a role in trying to inform the future of the parish from a quality life perspective. Yeah, it's interesting because I I engaged with site selectors, even in strategic initiatives. A, a lot of us did before this position was created, um, but I was taken aback that how important that is for prospects 
because they want that picture um, painted for them. And that sort of, that leads to another strategy of ours. You do a fantastic job of doing the marketing and promotions of Jefferson Parish and the marketing. (laughs) But, you know, now with this sort of inside knowledge of how they're thinking, now we can sort of tell the story of, you know, and and build the right narrative Mm -hmm. and know what they're looking for. That um, so it's the storytelling piece that ends up hooking a lot of these companies. In addition to our amazing assets of the six class one rail, the the Mississippi River, um, we we do at least on the West Bank. I mean the East Bank. There's a lot of fantastic opportunities. We can never forget the former uh, airport terminal that is available for you know redevelopment and for occupancy. Uh, but on the West Bank itself, it is, you know, uh, an amazing asset for us of having the land needed and having um, the the infrastructure that's needed and um, highly sought after by these companies. I'll mention uh, Churchill Tech and Business Park, where our offices are located. I mean, talking about quality of life. We've been fortunate to have Pat Taylor uh, STEM Academy located here and then Delgado's newest campus, the Delgado River City and Advanced Manufacturing Center. So we always point out our secondary and post-secondary schools here and with the JICO offices being here. So we not only have the 480 plus acres here that's, you know, ready to be developed and that's master planned. Um, and we, I love talking about it. I know our leadership and everyone here loves talking about the opportunity that we have here to develop, but it is very complimentary to Avondale Marine and a lot of these other sites that are available for development and redevelopment and always point to the, the proximity to Delgado Advanced Manufacturing Center um, because they do offer such robust workforce training programs and right now, talent pipeline building and recruitment and retention is such a huge priority for these companies. So when it's a priority for them, it's a priority for us. So we always point out the proximity to Delgado for these companies. So it's and it's a win-win-win all around when companies consider the West Bank. And it also has the most incentives, to be honest, that we have in Jefferson. There's, uh, for example... Uh, Churchill Tech and Business Park is one of the only sites here. Um, I want to say the the second nearest, maybe on the North Shore, that's eligible for several of the USDA um, grant and loan programs that they have that companies can leverage. So, you know, we talk about that. We talk about the new market tax credits. We talk about the opportunity zone eligible census tracts we have here on the West Bank. Uh, we talk about the enterprise zone areas. We we have a lot of these great stackable incentives right here on the West Bank. Um, and so we have the space here to do it, and that is something that's needed. So on the East Bank, you know, our priority there is to look at our existing commercial stock, not just what, under the housing stock is one thing. Commercial stock, warehousing is another piece. We're looking at ways to redevelop them. A lot of them are aged and we need to just bring them back. And then here on the West Bank, there's so much opportunity for new build. So we we sort of cover all of our bases when we have somebody coming to us looking for something. 
anything specific, we have a response to that. We have something for them, which makes my job a little bit easier. And I, I don't like to say no, so that makes it even easier that I don't have to say no. I, I get to say, I think we have something for you. And then we see how we can make that work. I really like that you just gave us a very uh, quick overview of kind of the entire parish. And I'm glad that you mentioned Churchill Park because that really is such an economic and and community asset that we have here. The JEDCO offices are, are right here and we're really lucky to be out here in this, this space that is ripe for development. So I'm so glad that you mentioned that. I know that we're short on time here, so I wanna be cognizant of that. Um, let's talk a little bit about what you're most proud of since joining the JEDCO team, switching gears here a little bit and talking more about you and the roles that you've played. Um, what is memorable to you? Oh gosh, so many things. I, I think going back to being a transplant, <laughs> a transplant here as I'm, as I'm called, um, but the relationships built not just with partners and other folks being here, but also with colleagues like you and um, Annalisa Kelly, oh, um, yeah. our strategic initiatives director, and so many others here that it's great because we're all here under the, that same purpose, so we all have that common ground. Um, but we have, I, I mean, there's some amazing personalities and, and characters here at JEDCO that <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of, it's great and it's fun to work around. I always thought that I was um, kind of a, a nerd and a little bit of a hard worker and also hard on myself, mm -hmm. kind of all of these years since college and I get to work with fellow hard workers and, <laughs> and, people, nerds. That, you know, <laughs> and nerds. Well, people that get really excited and getting over things, numbers and things like that, that may not um, appeal to the normal, a normal person, but it does, it appeals to all of us. And when we learn a new fact or a stat and we get really excited about it and I mean, we tend to, you know, we see some data, we translate, you know, we focus on that and we get really into it and um and it's it's neat to have just a crew of just probably the hardest workers I've ever seen the most organized people I've ever seen you know everyone you know if you're working on something or I'm working on something or if anybody works on something we're not shy about all coming to the table mm -hmm. and helping out a colleague and it's just been the best climate so in addition to what I get to do in this role even being in the office and being able to collaborate and work together and just kind of being around folks that kind of have that same mission driven you know something to to them it it is refreshing yeah and uh, and we're all you know there's a lot of us we're all fairly different but we end up finding our common grounds and then we you know run with that so um, so I say I have a lot of memorable moments with with all of that said I have a lot of memorable ones um, probably the mishaps are the ones that <laughs> stand out the most when we had a the Halloween um, oh office gosh. decorating I'll never bring a fog machine again <laughs> to the office yeah that that really was quite memorable that was memorable for me too that might be in the top five and I've been here yeah. 10 years and I think that makes the list so yeah. I really do love that you this I mean you can hear it just as Janet and I talk 
this staff is made up of people who are friends, who collaborate really well together. It is just such an absolute joy. This team, I always hear from people that are like, how did you hire like another really awesome person? Like, is there anyone on your team that, and, and truly like everybody is so awesome. Like there's just, we're all rowing in that same direction always. And so I really, really like that you mentioned that. Um, I'm gonna ask you one last question. What is on the horizon for your department and what are you looking forward to? Oh, so many things. So we, we as an I, I guess. <laughs> I, hey, I do that too. I am also a department of one, but I always say we, cause that's just the way. <laughs> yeah, so coming up, the most you know upcoming thing that we have uh, is the ICSC Vegas 2022. Um, we attend this every single year. It's been a, a a little while because of COVID, um, but I'm excited to attend this. And it's not, you know, particularly our industry cluster recruitment, but you know, vacancies um, are also not doesn't work in our favor. We want to keep our retail or our main street establishments occupied, and there's a lot of developers that attend this. So uh, I'm excited to engage with those developers. Uh, specifically, there's a few that I have meetings with that um, are interested in Churchill Park and in Metairie because like I mentioned that we are the shopping center, shopping hub for the region here. And um, and then after that, I have we have a site selector, again, I said we, a site selector um, forum coming up and then possibly about a week after that, a second one. So wow. So yeah, we have we have a handful of things, and like I mentioned, we can't be everywhere at once. So it is building our champions with our partners. So it's all keeping in the know of where our partners are going to be, and if they're attending something that we can't physically be there, just making sure that they know that we what we have going on, and they can talk on it. So we and, and we do have a lot of great things, and I know from engaging with our partners that they do talk about that and. You know we just update them on on progress and you know the latest and greatest you are staying super busy and um i'm just really excited for you to see what happens next i know we're going to be landing some some projects soon fingers crossed so we're we're headed in the absolute best direction uh with you at the helm of this new department so congratulations on that um it really is such an exciting time to be in economic development and to have colleagues like you um, driving driving those initiatives and, and really sharing the story about Jefferson Parish and about the role that JEDCO plays in, in enhancing the community. So um, is there anything I missed? Anything you want to add? No, that's, that's good. Janet, thank you so, so much for being on the show. You are so awesome. I love that we're able to introduce you to our listeners, and I just wish you all the best of luck as you move forward in this new role. Thank you, Kelsey. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you for bringing back the Pulse podcast this season. Really excited to listen to um, to all of the episodes, and we're excited. If I do my job well, then you're going to have a lot of new companies to uh, to speak to. That um, is so. exciting. <laughs> I looking forward to it. Thanks, Janet. A big thanks to Janet for taking time out of her busy schedule to be on the show. If you have questions for Janet, we've included her email address at the link in our show notes. 
Every other Thursday, we will release new episodes of the Jefferson Parish Pulse, so we hope you will keep on tuning in. We'll be sharing links to all of our episodes on our social media platforms. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Jedco underscore news, on Facebook at Jefferson Parish Economic Development, and at LinkedIn at company backslash JP Economic Development. You can also visit our website at jedco.org. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating or a review. They help other listeners like you find the show, which helps us share our story with more people, something we always appreciate. We'll be back with a new episode in two weeks. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. Probably the mishaps are the ones that stand out the most <laughs> when we had a, the Halloween um, oh office gosh. decorating. I'll never bring a fog machine again to the office. The best part about that was that I literally, uh, Janet and I used to ha- like have offices that just stared directly into each other, and her office was made of glass, so like, <laughs> she closed the door and turned on the fog machine, and the whole room just filled up with fog with her in it. <laughs> I like look over, and she's just, you can barely make yeah. out her. <laughs> yeah, that great. was the, uh, that was my witch theme <laughs> that year that uh, was so good did not uh work out as planned so next <laughs> so uh yeah definitely toned it down a bit later on uh, i think you should bring the fog machine back that was um, a real win for everybody mostly yeah. me yeah <laughs> to see it. it was great to uh to have that happen and everyone a hundred percent full staff was in the office that day oh yeah and there were like some youngsters like putting it on their tiktoks or whatever or like you know snapchat maybe it was a while ago so maybe tiktok wasn't a thing yet but yeah that that really was quite memorable that was memorable for me too that might be in the top five i've been here 10 years